Raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disastrous in the blink of an eye. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things they would have never thought possible. This is In the Wild. Throughout the years, there have been instances of conflict between people and cougars, with the ferocious animal making a permanent impact on those with whom the animal encounters. Cougars go by several different names depending upon the region in which you live. Mountain lion, puma, panther, painter, and catamount are all common names for cougars. The largest and most fearsome of the six wild cats living in the United States and the second largest cat in the Western Hemisphere after the jaguar. Cougars can be found throughout the United States, but primarily reside in the Western U.S., west of the Rocky Mountains. An estimated 30,000 cougars live in the United States, and the animal has a wide range. There is also a small endangered population of cougars in Florida, called the Florida panther. Only approximately 230 animals remain and are the only confirmed population of cougars in the eastern United States. But at the beginning of the 20th century, cougars were plentiful throughout the United States. The cats are a generalist species, meaning they can and do thrive in a wide variety of habitats. As an ambush predator, cougars prefer dense underbrush and rocky areas, but can live in open spaces as well. The Florida panther lives in pinelands, hardwood hammocks, and swampy forests. All cougars hunt primarily during twilight and nighttime, preferring to sleep during the day. They're often not the apex predator of their region, giving way to jaguars, bears, and packs of wolves or coyotes. And in the case of Florida panthers, they often defer to alligators. Cougars tend to avoid humans, and humans, correctly, avoid the fearsome cougar. Here are some stories from decades past, and from some not so distant. February 1898, Uray, Colorado. Several sportsmen talked over the good times they had duck shooting when the conversation turned to hunting big game in the West. Some thrilling adventures were relayed to everyone in the group except for an elderly man, and he, in turn, was asked for a story. I don't suppose, began the quiet man, that any of you young fellows ever ran across a mountain lion, as they are becoming rather scarce now in the West. But early in the 30s, when I first went to Colorado to hunt for gold, these animals were quite numerous. I recall on one occasion, he said, having a little adventure with a lion that almost scared me out of my wits. I was working a claim in the mountains near Ure with a partner, and one day before the frigid weather of the winter set in, we both went to town to get some supplies, leaving our little cabin on the mountainside. A blizzard began in full force after we had arrived in town, and we did not get a chance to return to our claim for three days. On our return journey, we noticed lion tracks as we climbed the hills toward our cabin. As we got closer and closer to our little home, we lost track of the animal. But when we got in sight of the cabin, 
we noticed an open window that had been closed when we left. I had just reached the window and was about to put my head through it to find out how it became unlatched. Suddenly, from within, came a terrible growl, and the next instant, a tremendous yellow body sprang through the opening right on my back, its claws catching on my buckskin and ripping it open to my waist, turning me entirely over in the snow. My mining partner took in at a glance the dangerous situation and whipped out his gun. Instantaneously, the lion turned on him, making a fearful leap in his direction. Before he could fire, the infuriated beast was upon him, seizing him by the slack of his coat and shook him as though he was but a rat. I was back on my feet at the time. I drew my revolver, snuck up, and put a bullet right through his head. The animal groaned and fell back dead, and my partner drew his breath freely once more. It was a close call, but neither of us was hurt, and the lion's skin in another week was serving as a rug at the foot of my bunk. Early 1900s, Clay Run, Pennsylvania. Miss Mary Doherty, a young society woman from Pittsburgh, visited Connellsville, Pennsylvania, where she formerly resided. While returning on a Sunday evening from a visit with a schoolmate, Miss Doherty was attacked by two mountain lions on a lonely road near Clay Run. She was armed with a revolver and succeeded in killing both lions, after which she fainted. Miss Doherty was found by a man driving by, was picked up, and brought to the home where she was staying. The animals severely scratched and bit her, but did not leave any major permanent damage beyond that. March of 1904, McGoffin County, Kentucky. A.C. Marklin and Mr. McCarty, New York oil prospectors, were riding along Bushy Cane Creek when a mountain lion attacked them. The beast sprang on the horse ridden by Marklin, and Marklin and his horse fell to the ground. Marklin's leg caught under his horse, pinning him just below from where the mountain lion perched atop his horse. McCarty drew a revolver and fired, the bullet striking the lion. The lion fell from the horse, landing on Marklin. The jolt off the horse and onto Marklin only seemed to infuriate the cat as it turned its attention from the horse to Marklin. The mountain lion buried its teeth in Marklin's chest and shoulders, tearing the flesh. McCarty continued to shoot at the animal while trying not to injure Marklin. After emptying his revolver, McCarty grabbed a thick branch and began to beat the mountain lion with it, which was weakening from loss of blood. Regardless, the mountain lion turned its attention from Marklin to McCarty and pressed on with its diminished attack. McCarty avoided the animal's bites, but sustained many scratches to his face and body while continuing to beat the animal with the branch. The mountain lion eventually succumbed to its bullet wound injuries and beatings. Marklin sustained fatal injuries, while McCarty, exhausted from the fight of his life, 
came away alive, but with his clothing torn to shreds and entirely bloodied by the horrible scratches left on his face and body from the ferocious brute. Today, cougar and human contact is rare, as the animals are reclusive and humans are wise to avoid the creatures. Orange County in California is the sixth most populated county in the U.S., with over 3 million people in just over 600,000 acres. The Ronald W. Caspers Wilderness Park, located within Orange County in San Juan Capistrano, is a popular wilderness preserve spanning 8,000 acres. Numerous trails connect fertile valleys and forests filled with coastal live oaks and California sycamores. Wildflowers bloom throughout the seasons, and abundant wildlife can be viewed from the nature trails. One would think a small recreational area within such a population center would be safe from wild, dangerous animals. 1986, however, saw two violent encounters with local wild cats. March 23, 1986. Six-year-old Laura Smalls was out with her mother, looking for tadpoles in a small creek. Laura recalls hearing movement within the bushes, but without any further warning, a mountain lion snatched Laura from the creek by her head and dragged her through thorns into nearby brush. Laura thought a large dog had grabbed her. Laura's mother was initially confused. Her daughter had vanished. Her attention quickly fixed on the commotion in the brush, and she began screaming. A male hiker passing by saw the attack, picked up a stick, and attacked the cougar, poking it repeatedly. The cat dropped Laura and growled at the man, but retreated back into the brush. The man quickly picked up Laura, recognizing instantly the severity of her injuries. Her head was mutilated and bleeding heavily. The man and Laura's mother, now joined by Laura's father, rushed to the park office for help. Laura remembers her parents worried about how torn up her face was. When they reached the park office, an ambulance was called and Laura was transported to an area hospital. Laura's injuries were severe. The attack blinded her in one eye left her partially paralyzed in her right arm and leg, and left deep emotional and physical scars. Over the next five years, she would undergo 15 surgeries to try and repair the damage. Simple tasks, like tying her shoelaces or writing, became difficult. Her skull was grievously scarred, and Laura underwent treatment to stretch hair growing from her scalp to over her skull. Her parents filed a negligence lawsuit against Orange County, which resulted in a $2 million award in 1991. Later, it was learned that park employees knew of mountain lions in the area, but did not warn or educate visitors to the dangers, even after receiving advice from the State Department of Fish and Game. Instead, each group of visitors were issued a brochure warning them that their poison oak was the most dangerous form of wildlife within the park. 
The cougar that mauled five-year-old Laura Small was later tracked down and shot. Park officials later posted signs throughout the park, warning visitors about mountain lions. Less than seven months later, a similar attack would occur. Newspapers cried out with the details to a public suddenly made weary of the dangers lurking within its local recreational areas. October 19, 1986. Armed trackers using dogs combed a wilderness park for a mountain lion that attacked a six-year-old boy on the same nature trail where a girl was mauled by a cougar seven months earlier. The search began shortly after the park was closed because of the attack on Sunday. Wildlife officials looked for the animal that tried to drag away little leaguer Justin Mellon on a hiking trail in the Ronald W. Casper's Wilderness Regional Park at about 75 miles from Los Angeles. The boy, who was with his parents and other children, wrestled desperately with the cougar until his father frightened off the animal with a knife. The cougar initially grabbed the six-year-old boy by the head. Justin was brought to the hospital and listed in satisfactory condition. The mauling occurred on the same trail where the only other known cougar attack in California was reported in the last 77 years. In that case, a five-year-old girl was severely wounded. Wildlife officials said the cougar that attacked Justin was one of about 10 roaming in the area. Park spokesman Tim Miller said the search team, including trappers, game wardens, and search dogs, would try to capture the cat and would kill it if necessary. Justin Mellon's father recalled how the cougar claws and teeth tore into his son's head, arms, and legs. The animal was trying to get Justin in a position where he could drag him away, but Justin was fighting him for dear life and rolling down an incline at the same time. Justin's father, Timothy, marveled that he did not cry, but continued to fight the cougar throughout the ordeal. Mellon estimated the cougar to weigh 150 pounds. Park officials evacuated the park and began a hunt for the animal. At the time, there were an estimated 10 mountain lions living within the park. Today, an online park brochure has no mention of dangerous wildlife within Casper's Wilderness Park. However, on their rules page, it mentions near the end of its list, this wilderness area is characterized by certain inherent dangers. These dangers include mountain lions, rattlesnakes, poison oak, and rugged terrain. A more extensive search located their mountain lion flyer warning visitors of the risk of cougars within the park. Saturday, October 10th, 2020, approximately 5 p.m. 26-year-old Kyle Burgess frequently runs on trails in the Wasatch Mountains near Provo, Utah. After his work shift that day, he decided to change into his running gear and headed out to one of his favorite trails. He planned to start on the Y Trail, and loop back down the Slate Canyon Trail. Approximately seven miles into the run, and still two or three miles from his car, he had an encounter he would not soon forget, and managed to record his experience for the world to see. 
he spotted what he assumed was a bobcat, a smaller cat he had seen in the past. Usually bobcats may be curious about a distant encounter with humans, but typically run off relatively quickly. Kyle pulled out his phone and hit record to share wildlife photos with his family, which he frequently does. As he took a step or two to get a closer shot, the situation changed instantly. A mountain lion steps around the bend into the trail into the camera's frame. One cub dashes into the brush to the left of the trail, while another begins running toward the camera, quickly being overtaken by its mom, rushing toward the cameraman. Next, you hear Kyle shouting frightened obscenities at the mountain lion as he retreats backward, away from his car, and deeper into the mountains. The camera is tilted sideways, as Kyle's attention is obviously focused more on backing away from the lion than filming the encounter. Kyle growls loudly at the cat as it weaves from the trail in the side brush, clearly stalking the young man. The camera swings back toward the cat, and you can clearly see how close the mountain lion is to Kyle as she cautiously stalks and lunges for Kyle. Kyle continues to try and convince the wild animal that he is big and scary as the cat looks behind her several times but continues to pursue him. Kyle continues to walk backward, not daring to turn his back on the cat, telling her she's a good kitty cat. They continue walking down the path at the same pace. Kyle, intent on keeping distance between them and the cougar, reluctant to give up the chase. Kyle continues to encourage the cat to go get your babies. I'm not going back down, I promise. And he even compliments her with, Dude, you're scary. And you're a scary kitty cat. After two minutes and 42 seconds of the cat stalking Kyle, he raises his voice loudly, telling the mountain lion to go away. This enrages the big cat, and it lunges several times at Kyle stopping short each time, but impressing Kyle and the viewer just how dangerous and ferocious these animals can be. The cat continues to follow and lunges again 29 seconds later. Kyle stays calm throughout, continuing to backpedal on the path and vocally discouraging the cat from following. The cat lunges again at the 4 minute 9 second mark at what must feel like an eternity to Kyle. Exhaustion creeps into his voice at the four-and-a-half-minute mark as the cat continues to follow him. Almost another minute passes by, and Kyle cautiously reaches down and tosses a rock at the cat. The cat spins around and finally runs away down the path. Finally, five minutes and 36 seconds after the first sighting, the cat is chased off. Most encounters with big cats last seconds. Curiosity may keep them nearby for a second or two before they dart off. Kyle's video is highly unusual in that the encounter is over five and a half minutes long. If one is not convinced that cougars can be dangerous, check out his video on YouTube. We will leave a link in the description. Go away! Go away! 
You're good. You're good, little kitty cat. Oh. Holy. What's up, dude? Oh. Today, there are an estimated 3,100 mountain lions living within the state of California. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife recognizes that more than half of California is mountain lion habitat. Though the animals are solitary, elusive, and mostly avoid humans, interactions with the cat can and do occur. If you encounter a mountain lion, be sure to follow the guidelines. Do not hike, bike, or jog alone. Stay alert on trails. Avoid hiking or jogging when mountain lions are most active, dawn, dusk, and at night. Keep a close watch on small children. Off-leash dogs on trails are at an increased risk of becoming prey for a mountain lion. Never approach a mountain lion. Give them an escape route. Do not run. Stay calm. Running may trigger chase, catch, and kill response. Do not turn your back. Face the animal. Pick up small children. Do not crouch down or bend over. Squatting puts you in a vulnerable position of appearing much like a four-legged prey animal. Be vocal. However, speak calmly and do not use high-pitched tones or high-pitched screams. Teach others how to behave during an encounter. Anyone who runs may initiate an attack. If a lion attacks, fight back. Research on mountain lion attacks suggests that many potential victims have fought back successfully with rocks, sticks, garden tools, even an ink pen or bare hands. Try to stay on your feet. If knocked down, try to protect your head and neck. If a mountain lion attacks a person, Immediately call 911. 911, what's your emergency? Report unusual mountain lion behavior to your local California Department of Fish and Wildlife Regional Office. Be aware, be safe, and remember, there are many dangers hiding in the wild. This episode of In the Wild's Cougar Attacks was narrated by Ian Scotto and written by Beverly Fraser. Stay tuned next week for another intriguing episode of In the Wild. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.